Hey, I'm Kylie Kelly, and I'm obsessed with all things business and motherhood and helping you navigate the messy and magical seasons of both. I'm a boy mama that grew a successful photo biz before hanging up my straps in 2020 to pivot. Yes, we're allowed to do that. Now I help other CEO mums just like you grow an audience of raving fans fast. But this podcast is way more than that. Think of it as your coffee date or happy hour with your girlfriends as we talk real life. Money, challenges, growth, frustrations, marketing, the messy middle, it's all welcome here. So get comfy and join us. Welcome to This Mama Means Business. I'm so glad you're here. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. And oh my goodness, you are in for a treat today. I've been so excited to share this episode with you because I think that it's the conversation that we all need to have, whether we are currently on birth control or whether you just want to honor your body and balance your hormone health for the myriad of reasons that you should. Personally, I have been on birth control for about 20 years and I'm still actively on it. And as I get older and I'm getting more in sync with my body, I'm definitely looking to move away from that. So this was such a timely episode and I can't wait to share it with you. So let me introduce you to Jenny Mahoney. Now, Jenny is a functional medicine dietitian and a mama of soon to be two boys. She's currently pregnant with her second. Gut health and hormones are seriously her jam. She specializes in getting down to the root causes of digestive issues, thyroid issues, period problems, and fertility struggles using a deeply personalized one-on-one approach with functional lab testing. She's also the founder and creator of Birth Control Breakup Academy, How fun is that title, by the way? It's an online course that walks ladies through how to break up with their birth control smoothly, leaving nasty hormone imbalance symptoms in the dust. Like I said, you are in for a treat today. So let's dive on in and welcome Jenny to the podcast. Hi, Jenny. Thank you so much for meeting with me. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. I must admit, when I came across your feed on Instagram, you talk about so much that I have no idea about. So I'm excited for this conversation to jump into all things balancing hormones, birth control, all these juicy topics. First, though, for anyone that doesn't know you, can you just introduce yourself a little bit? Yes, my name is Jenny Mahoney, and I am a registered dietitian, and I have extra training in functional medicine. So what that means is we dive deep to get to the root causes of things like in my specialty area, we work with things like hormones and gut issues. So I work with a lot of women that have diarrhea or constipation, or on the hormone side of things, maybe irregular periods, missing periods, fertility issues, thyroid issues, things of that nature. I love that. I think there is so much that... I don't know, as a woman, I was never taught about or I just don't have the knowledge, right? Unless you have a problem and you research it, we just don't know what we don't know. Yes. And I was talking about this on my stories on Instagram today. Like, I feel like there is such a need for women to educate themselves so that we can better identify red flags in the doctor's office or not even doctors, just like any healthcare provider. And be able to stand up and advocate for ourselves better because knowledge is power. And if we don't have that, we're kind of just blindly following someone else's advice. And there are so many ill-informed providers out there. It's really scary. I run into so many experiences of the friends and clients where I'm just like, wow, they told you what? So that's really my, my mission and my practice is to empower and educate women to better get to know our bodies so that we can advocate for ourselves. Yes. I love that. So let's, let's just jump on in. Let's talk a little bit about hormone health, right? And balancing our hormones. And I've been on birth control since 
I was like 15. I went on it when I was a teenager because I had really bad acne. And then, you know, I've had two children and been off it to fall pregnant, but then straight back on it afterwards, just not knowing that there's a, a different way, I guess. So let's talk a little bit about, I guess, the relationship between birth control and hormone health. And if anybody's listening to this and is in a similar position to me, like what do we need to know about? What is a sign, I guess, that we might be dysregulated or what's like the most common thing that you see? Yeah. So, so often I see birth control prescribed as a way to quote unquote, help regulate periods or to get rid of hormonal acne. And what so many women aren't told when they're first put on birth control is that it's not really fixing hormone issues. It's really just brushing them under the rug. For instance, birth control pills that contain both synthetic estrogen and progesterone, those stop the signals from our brain to our ovaries so that we stop ovulating and we stop making our own hormones. So it's not really addressing the hormone imbalance that was causing those symptoms in the first place. It's just stopping that communication. And what I find is so sad is that many women come off of birth control right when they're ready to start a family, right? And a lot of these issues, well, for women that start it for irregular periods, or maybe they are told they have PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, and they're put on birth control. They come off, they're ready to start trying to conceive, but these the root causes of those issues were never addressed in the first place. And so it's going to make their fertility journey a lot harder. So we really need to just stop using it as a fix-all band-aid approach and start getting to the root causes of these things. And so many women are on birth control for like 15, 20 years. It's so, so long. It's crazy. And you know, there's this like disassociation of like really understanding myself as a woman. I have a lot of friends that talk about working in sync with your cycle and the moon and, you know, all of these like feminine approaches to work and life. And I'm like, I have no idea what my body is even doing because it's like you said, a band-aid covering up all of that. So I think it's such interesting work. And I think that there's a lot that we can all learn if we choose to stay on it or not at least we're making an informed decision right yes i actually got into the functional medicine space because of my own struggle with post-birth control syndrome so i was like so many women i think the stat is actually 60 percent of women go on birth control for reasons other than contraception so symptom management and for me it was really painful periods i was throwing up every single month all throughout high school getting ready to go to college and i was terrified of having to live in a dorm with a community bathroom and throw up every single month for menstrual cramps. So I had my first appointment with an OBGYN. They told me this little pill would take care of that for me. And of course, 18 years old, I'm like, perfect. This is great. Good to go. So then I was on it for eight years. And little did I know that the menstrual cramps were probably a sign of estrogen dominance, which can be caused by so many other different things. But to kind of summarize, there are so many diet and lifestyle things that can help with the symptoms that I was experiencing. But instead, I took the pill for eight years and I came off right when we were about to get married. And I say I didn't put any any prep work in. And I'll explain that in a minute. But essentially, I came off what I call, quote unquote, cold turkey. And I started to spiral out of control with symptoms. Like my hair started falling out. I developed really painful cystic acne all over my jaw, my back and my chest. Like it was even painful to wear a seatbelt. It was horrific. I was gaining weight. My mood swings were terrible. And so that's when... I really just dove into this rabbit hole of women's health and hormones and functional medicine and just started educating myself and kind of took the reins into my own hands because my OB honestly was like, no help at all. She was like, we can prescribe you progesterone, but I wouldn't really, 
I, w- it, I wouldn't prescribe it unless you were trying to conceive, which is so frustrating because I'm struggling with all these symptoms. And the only reason that you're going to prescribe it is just to have a baby, right? Like so many women are struggling and we're not doing anything to to help them unless they're ready to have a baby, I guess is kind of the, the story that I was getting from her. So anyway, that's kind of how I got into the functional medicine field. I had to educate myself and that's why I'm so so passionate about educating other women so that we can kind of take our health into our own hands and take the reins into our own hands and and advocate for ourselves. Yeah, gosh. I think there's so much bad advice. I remember when I was, I must have been 15, 16, I actually went to a dermatologist for my acne. So I'd been on the pill, but I hadn't cleared it up completely. So I went to a dermatologist. I had to wait like, you know, six months to get in and then it was really expensive visit. And the advice that this older gentleman told me was, well, you need to have a baby. You need to, it's because you haven't had children yet. If you have a baby, your hormones all will regulate have a baby and you're telling a 16 year old girl this like that's just unethical so I, I feel like there's just so much bad advice out there and yeah I'm so excited that there are people like you doing this work to educate us and, and help us so you mentioned prep work before coming off birth control tell me a little bit about that what does that actually mean yes so I actually created a whole course on this because we can go real real deep but I'll give you the top three things that I recommend doing in order to quote-unquote prep for coming off of birth control so the the first one is we want to make sure that we are eating enough because all hormone signaling starts in the brain. And if we are not eating enough, that's very stressful. It creates a stressful environment. We can't ovulate when we're not eating enough. So that's like the number one thing we have to be doing is fueling adequately. And I think with diet culture, there are so many women out there that are you know, intermittent fasting or cutting calories, following 1200 calorie or 1200 calorie diet. And we're just not eating enough to support hormone health. So that's number one is making sure you're eating enough. And then second, make sure that you're balancing your blood sugars. So I have a little rule for this. It makes it real simple. I call it PFC every three. So eating protein, fat, and carb every three to four hours, because the combination of those three things together helps to keep our blood sugar stable. And I know we connected over this post on Instagram. I call this like the three-legged stool. So the we have this ovarian, adrenal, and thyroid axis. So the ovaries obviously produce our sex hormones, our adrenals produce our cortisol, and our thyroid produces our thyroid hormone. And those three glands or those three things make up this oat axis. And I think of it as a three-legged stool. And if one leg of the stool is shorter than the other, the entire stool is going to wobble. And then if we think about below the stool, the floor beneath the stool, that's your blood sugars. Blood sugars are so foundational to keeping that stool stable, to supporting thyroid health, adrenal health, and sex hormone health. And then my third rule is to help replenish nutrients. So many nutrients are depleted by birth control. This is something that I didn't learn until I went deep into the rabbit hole, but B vitamins, vitamin C, vitamin E, minerals, so many things. So we really need to work to replenish those. They really help to support our detox, which is probably why they're depleted in the first place, right? Because our liver is working so hard and overtime to help process these synthetic hormones that we're burning through these nutrients more quickly. So I think just eating a a well-balanced whole food based diet is a great way to replenish those nutrients. And then I also recommend just kind of as an insurance policy, taking a high quality prenatal. And I recommend full well prenatal. It's formulated by a dietitian. I think who better to formulate a prenatal than a women's health and hormones dietitian. I'm not the creator of it. But. It's wild to me that it's a prenatal and yet we're not trying to fall pregnant. We're just trying to balance our hormones. But yeah, that's wild. Yeah. I get that question all the time. Like, Jenny, do I really need to take a prenatal if I don't want to try to conceive? And my answer is 
Yes, just because it is a very comprehensive way to get those nutrients in. And, you know, if you're coming off of birth control and you're not ready to try to conceive, I say maybe take it for three to six months. It's not something you need to take forever, just as a way to kind of like get those nutrients in more quickly. And it's not going to make you like become pregnant, right? It, sure, it, it can help increase egg quality because of those nutrients that were depleted in. And then we start replenishing them. That helps to boost egg quality. But if you're actively avoiding having a baby and not having intercourse during your fertile window, you're not going to get pregnant from taking a prenatal. Yeah, perfect. And so what, like this works. So yeah, I can imagine how deep you can go with this because yeah, as you started talking, I'm like, this is why she has a course. This is why yeah, I can, I can imagine that it is, it is deep. But yes. if somebody's looking to come off birth control, is there a, a window that you recommend that they start sort of looking into this and getting prepped to come off it? Like what, what kind of time frame are we talking about? I would say ideally within the year, if you're thinking about coming off birth control within the next year, but there really is no, it's never too late to start supporting your body. So ideally within a year, but if it's three to six months before, that's totally fine. Or even if you've already quit cold turkey and you have all those symptoms like I had, it's never too late to start supporting your body. Like doing those things, the eating enough, balancing your blood sugars, replenishing those nutrients. Those are all things that can help to support getting your hormones back on track and relieving those symptoms. Yeah, I love that. And I guess as well, like as you're talking, I'm like, well, it's great for prepping to come off birth control, but I think eating well, being nutrient rich, like all of that's going to support us anyway, right? And make everyday life better regardless of the birth control piece. Yes. It's so much foundational stuff. So, so much foundational stuff. I love the analogy of the three-legged stool. And yeah, that is the thing that we connected over. Because when I saw that, I was like, oh my goodness, that connection makes so much sense. And as a high-achieving woman with kids and running a business and all the things, I'm always, I think, on the precipice of adrenal fatigue or like burnout. So I'm very aware of that. So when I saw that, I was like, oh, I need to talk to her. And I would love to switch gears a little bit away from the birth control piece. A lot of our listeners are like me, you know, entrepreneurs building their business while they raise their family. And they would teeter, I think, on the same brink of burnout as I often do. What would you say to them? How can we support our bodies? Is it the same advice? The blood sugars, number one, like leveling those blood sugars is the most important? Yeah. I mean, as a, as a mom who's six months pregnant with her second child, they have a two-year-old at home. I can totally relate to a high achieving mom on, on the face of burnout all the time, right? But yes, to answer your question, I think Yes, the first two pieces of advice for coming off birth control also apply to this. So making sure you're eating enough. I think as moms, we oftentimes, we feed everyone else first, right? We feed the kids first, we feed the dog first before we feed ourselves. And we just have to make sure that we're nourishing our bodies and putting enough fuel in. And, and honestly, they say, you know, when you get an airplane, you put your oxygen mask on first. We have to make sure that we're fueling ourselves adequately, especially as a new mom. I remember skipping meals, like just because I was so busy or I forget to eat. I'm trying to keep this tiny human alive, but really like making sure you're eating every three hours. That's really key. And then again, blood sugar balance. So once you've got the every three hours down, then maybe try and like fine tune. Am I getting protein, fat and carb all together at this meal to help support balanced blood sugars? So for instance, with blood sugars, you could if you eat carbs by themselves. So let's say a piece of fruit, even though it's healthy, it's still what I call a naked carb or a carb by itself. That's going to act like a newspaper on a fire. It's going to burn off very quickly. So it's not going to be a sustainable source of fuel. But if we add like eggs, a protein source, and some fat, so maybe an avocado, or cook the egg in some oil. Adding the protein and fat to that banana are going to help turn that into a log on a fire. It's going to burn over three to four hours instead of just being like this short combustion of fuel. And you're going to feel way more stable. Your moods are going to be more stable. And you're just going to show up better, a more present mom 
more present loved one for your family. I love that. So I just had eggs on sourdough toast for breakfast. So I'm in my head going, okay, carb, you know, protein sorted, but the fat piece, I need the fat piece. So eggs do contain some healthy fats too. But yeah, you could always throw some nuts on the side or some avocado on the top. You really just have to think, how do I feel after eating this? Is it is it holding me over long enough? If it's only lasting you an hour to two hours, you probably need to add some extra bulk to that meal to help hold you over longer. We get hangry when we have unstable blood sugars, right? And so having a toddler, having young kids, they uh, push us to our brink a lot of times. So keeping our blood sugars stable can really help to minimize how often we're snapping at them or at our partners. <laughs> yes, I love that. And I, I love the um, caffeine piece. And I've read on your profile as well about eating before having caffeine. And I'm the first one to have, I have a coffee as soon as I wake up. So that's something that I want to personally work on. Yes. Yeah. Even if you're just drinking your coffee alongside eating eating a little something, even if it's just the banana, and then you have some collagen and heavy cream in your coffee, then you kind of, you still got all three components. And ideally, I would recommend a larger breakfast, but if you're just getting started with trying to incorporate some food with your coffee, it can be as simple as that. Yeah, so good, Jenny. Do you have resources available with ideas for this stuff when it comes to meals, food, or is it your fan favorites that, that you want to share? Like, how can we come up with ideas of, of incorporating that stuff every three hours? Because that does feel like a lot. You know, I do need to create like a free resource. I include meal and snack ideas inside my course and of course my one-on-one work. I will say that my favorite breakfast right now throughout my entire pregnancy has been like a half to a full cup of full-fat Greek yogurt. So 5% Greek yogurt. I'll add some berries, some honey, some chia seeds, and pumpkin seeds. And that has been like my go-to. So delicious. Delicious. You always want something hydrating, especially in those early months when you're so nauseated and vomiting. Like you just want cold fruit. That was all I wanted especially in those early days. Yeah. Do you know, it's funny with both my pregnancies, I was quite blessed that I wasn't very sick, but eating a banana would get rid of any nausea. So the, like I, I was ingesting like three or four or five bananas a day and both the boys now love bananas. They'll eat amazing bucket loads of bananas if I let them. So it's just so funny that, I don't know. That is funny. Now my nutrition brain is going to, oh, they're high in B6 and B6 is a vitamin they always tell you to take for nausea. And I'm wondering if there's a correlation there. That's interesting. Yeah, I had no idea the science behind it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, there may be no correlation at all. Maybe your baby's just really like bananas. <laughs> but I always like try to think of a connection. Yeah. Oh, I love this. Oh, thank you so much for providing so much value. I feel like, as we said at the very start, it's the stuff that we don't learn anywhere else. So I really appreciate just the open conversation about where to start and how to get started on this journey. Where can people go if they want to jump into your course or they want to learn more? Where should we send them? Yeah. So I hang out mostly on Instagram. I'm at Jenny Mahoney RDN or my website site is jennymahoneyrdn.com. Perfect. I will put all the links in the show notes. Thank you so much again for coming on. It was really great to have you. Thank you so much for the opportunity to, to share all this with you guys. Every single week, I do my best to bring you two episodes that are going to really add value to your life, whether they speak to your motherhood journey or your business one. I pour my heart and soul into this podcast, recording and editing them all myself. So there is a really simple way you could return the favor if you would leave me a review. Head on over to Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts and let me know how I'm doing. Leave me a few words that let me know what content you like best or what you might like to hear in the future. I create this for you, so I would appreciate that so very much. For 
the show notes and links from today, please head over to my website, kyliekelly.com slash podcast. I cannot wait to bring you more value and more juicy content to your earbuds soon. But for now, I hope you continue to have an incredible day and know that mama, you've totally got this shit. Okay, bye for now.